Wellness Force Radio, episode 45. And, and let's start training you in a way that is going to put you in success. And I think sometimes we go, ooh, tomorrow I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, we got to start with one. And so it's about being realistic and then not pessimistic, meaning don't beat yourself up when you don't get there. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Force Radio. I am your host, Josh Trent. I'm also your digital health coach and trusted partner for the wellness journey. Thanks so much for spending this little slice of your day with me here on the podcast. If you're brand new to the show, this is where I bring you the most inspiring and passionate experts in both behavior change science and wellness technology. These are thought leaders. They dedicate their entire lives to empowering us with the knowledge and tools that'll drive real transformation in our physical and emotional wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at wellnessforce.com slash free book. You can choose from over 180,000 titles for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, whatever you're into in health and wellness, you can find it right there through Audible. This week on the show, I got to sit down with lifestyle transformation expert, Angela Martindale. Angela's publicist reached out to me a few months back and I did some research and was floored by her story, her passion, and really her contribution to women across the planet. This week, we're talking about what it's like to let go of stress as a busy parent, specifically a busy mom. We know that if mom learns and emulates positive habits for her family, that's exactly what her kids will learn. Well, today, Angela Martindale is going to come on the show and blow your mind, giving you actionable tips and real strategies on how to deal with stress and how to self-regulate to become the greatest version or parent you can possibly be. Now, a little bit about Angela. She is not only a lifestyle transformation expert, she's also a fitness and nutrition pro and motivational speaker. She speaks out about the role of nutrition in healing physical and emotional trauma, lifestyle and stress management, women's empowerment, the power of personal choice and success, and wellness and healthy living. Make sure to stick around to the very end of the episode. Angela's giving away a really awesome gift, and I'm giving away a gift to the audience as well. I'll give you a hint, you wear it. Now, without any further waiting, let's jump into this powerful talk with Angela Martindale. Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Josh. It's great to be here. We had a technical snafu, but as the universe aligned, we get to talk about something powerful today. You've been in the media a lot lately. You actually just got back from Sundance, right? What were you doing at Sundance? Oh, we always do amazing, fun stuff at Sundance. Movie premieres and um, openings and um, lounges. We do all sorts of fun stuff. It's great. Before we jump into the topic of today's show, that's how to, how to let moms let go of stress and learn more about your story. I'm curious, Angela, beyond what's up there in the media and what's all over the internet, what is something fun or personal about you that most people might not know? Oh, that's a great question. What is personal? I, I love to dance. I love to have fun. I love to dance. I am definitely a... Um, I'm a home girl, you know, I, I love hip hop music and I, I love to dance and have fun. I think that's probably something I, I can be very serious as well. And so that can probably be something that a lot of people don't know about me. Yeah, that's so cool. You remember the fly girls from, uh, in living totally. color, right? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Had all the dances down. Love it. Well, Angela, <laughs> today's show is so right on time with millions of people in America. I mean, the holidays are long from over families and moms are kind of back into the grind. 
And this is why I'm so excited to have you on today to talk about practical strategies and steps for helping busy moms let go of extra stress and bust through stress plateaus. I mean, we all encounter stress in so many different degrees in our life, but along this journey, I think we all learn these different habits, some of them healthy, some of them not, and kind of like go-to behaviors to manage or even cope with stress. I was listening to a few of your interviews before our show today, doing some research on you, little internet stalking, mm-hmm. and I was watching your videos and, and I was floored, literally floored by the things you've overcome. You've walked this path that I feel like a lot of powerful healers do. And it's a, a story of healing yourself first from the inside and the out and then becoming an example to others. You you started a business in 1997, but before that, you have a road of trials, a hero's journey, really, that, that got you there. Can you paint a picture of your life kind of leading up to launching Unlimited Lifestyle in 1997 uh, and all the other programs you run? Well, I... I mean, my road really started when I was born. I was born with a birthmark all over my face, a port wine stain. It's down my ears and inside my throat. And I, I was told that, I, you know, my parents were, was told that I would die, that it would kill me. They didn't know much about port wine stains at the time. They told my parents that I would have tumors in my brain. And, and so I was really marked at birth with this, you know, defect, but also that she's not going to survive. And my parents being the 21 and 22 year old that they were, which is absolutely fascinating to me. Um, they just brought me home and said, she's going to be fine. She's going to be just fine. And I was raised that way. I'm great. I'm just fine. And I was raised with two beautiful sisters. And as we were talking before the show, my, my mother was literally a beauty queen and my, my family is, is just beautiful. And so I was, I was raised the same way, but yet I am extremely different and it wasn't so great then going to school as I, you know, got around other kids and I was very different. And so I was just brutally, you know, bullied my my entire life as far as kids can be tremendously yeah yeah they can and I and you know I really hold a candle to my mom and just and and my parents who really gave me the strength of it's okay you know you're fine nobody you know nobody knows who you are and nobody you know they just see this birthmark and it's okay you know God kissed you a couple more times before you came down that was okay Story. And so mm. I was just raised with this thought that I'm fine and, and everything's good. And then moving forward into my life, I became really, really ill, very sick as a child. So almost every month I was down for a week out of school. I was a straight A student. I was an honor student and I couldn't go to school almost half the year. You know, I was out a lot and it was due to doctors feeding me antibiotics, thinking that I had strep throat when they would look down Mm. my throat and it was all red. And so that's really where my journey for health and wellness began was because I knew that I wasn't a sick person. Like I knew in my body that I was not sick and something that I was putting into my body was making me sick. And so of course that started a huge journey for me. And now it's become an amazing passion. And I want, you know, I never, ever want kids to go through what I've gone through. I want to teach moms and parents to really understand what their kids need and what their bodies need, what their little growing bodies need. And um, I never want anyone to go through what I went through. And so that started a huge, amazing, prosperous path for me. 
God, I can so relate. And as we talked about actually before the recording, you know, I never got the tools when I was a child because my mom, she actually had a, a bipolar disease. So I never received the education and the tools, but it sounds like in contrast, you had loving parents that were very supportive. You were just dealt some different cards that you then transformed into being of service to others. But I'm curious, Angela, you know, as a teenager, you talked about this Port Weinstein with your mom being a beauty queen and kind of in our society, so much effort uh, for physical beauty and so much focus on that. How did you manage that stress when you were younger and your peers were pointing you out, you know, kind of growing up and now as an adult? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, obviously in the beginning, you know, you get to learn a lot about yourself as a person, right? And so in the beginning, of course, I'm sure I fought back, you know, with other words (laughs) or, or maybe even with pulling hair or, you know, I'm sure I fought back. But after that, I learned how to really have empathy for people and I learned to see people in a different way and in a different light. And so for me, I just have forgiveness that I've really found forgiveness and that, you know, really all that behavior comes from how our teachers are, 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 what our teachers are, you know, and who our teachers are, which is our parents and, and the other adults in our lives. And I was raised in a different way. I was raised not to be able to say terrible things to people. I was raised to have empathy. You know, I would go to camps and help deaf kids and I learned sign language and I and I went to camps and, and volunteered with disabled children. And so I really got empathy and I was like, wow, if this is all that I have, I'm blessed. You know, so I, I really found, um, forgiveness and empathy and never to like wallow in, in why me, you know, I was really Mm. raised with a, with a strong attitude of you are fabulous. Like you have two legs, you have two arms, you have a brain and you are, you go and do something with it. And so, um, I really, I really love that, that my parents, you know, really gave me those tools early on. Gratitude is fuel for a powerful life. Last week we had a fitness professional. We talked about the steps of gratitude. So I want to transition after kind of living and working in California. You actually worked in New York for a while and traveled the world. You still travel the world a lot, uh, working with high powered executives, uh, professional celebrities. You actually worked with Triple H and Katie Kirk. How was it working with Triple H? Yeah, that was really cool, actually. Um, I worked with Triple H right when he married Stephanie. And um, they're wonderful people, you know, they're just fun and wonderful, completely different than their personas on TV, of course. And for the moms listening, triple, triple H is part of the WWD owner, Vince McMahon, his daughter, the dynasty there, but go ahead. Yes. Um, you know, all people are wonderful. I, I love working with all people, whether it be celebrities, the soccer mom who just wants to feed their kid well and, and their family, or, you know, a high powered exec that has to, has to, you know, get to the next level, um, or a professional athlete, you know, they all have different attributes that I love to work with. So I'm curious too, and and we'll jump right into kind of the strategies and tips for dealing with stress. We've already touched on it a little bit from your story, but there was a moment of realization where in 2006, you started Transform, a lifestyle coaching company. It's geared towards cultivating physical and mental and spiritual well-being. You also establish Meals That Transform. This is a conscious food delivery service of organic, healthy meals, 70,000 plus meals a year. Is that correct? Correct. 
And your clients range from seven to 92. You've worked with people that have had breast cancer, multiple sclerosis. But what was this transition point where you were kind of working with some high profile people and you started to feel blitzed out, as you put it, you were flying on private jets. People were making you, you know, go to their home and train them for weeks at a time. And you started to get this feeling like your life had become their life. You said you knew you wanted to be more than just a celebrity trainer. What was that transition like from going on jets and then saying, hey, I'm going to start Meals That Transform? Yes, that's a great question. And thanks for asking it. I I feel, and this was really, you know, I just think that everyone needs a personal chef. I think everyone needs a nutritionist. I feel like everyone needs a personal coach. And, and if I needed it, you know, somebody else needs it. And, and of course, celebrities use it and they, you know, they all do it. But I think everyone's that. And I wanted to make it affordable and, and I wanted to be accessible to all. And, and at that point in my life, I was not. I was contracted by that one person or two people or by the movie, you know, um, production company or, you know, that was my job. And I thought I, you know, it was kind of like being put in a little box. Like this is the only person that can touch you or see you. And I didn't, I didn't feel good about that. I wanted everyone to have these tools. And so that was when I made the transition. I wanted to touch thousands of lives. And now you've, for 2016, you've launched this 16 week online course. Why now in 2016, did you feel like this was the right time to honestly be so generous? You have a course, it's called Ultimate Transformation. Can you just educate us a little bit on why Ultimate Transformation and why now? Yeah, you know, the ultimate transformation has been uh, my life's work. I mean, it's really been a work in progress for a long time. These are all the tips and hints that I share with my clients. And, and so this particular series is three to five minute videos that you can just watch for free, like Josh said, on my website. Um, and you, it will just give you a tidbit, just something small to work on each week to ultimately gain and reap amazing results. And so that I just want that information to be available. I I think that everyone needs to have it and know it. And so I, I think, you know, if not now, when? Hmm. I love that you said that, if not now, when, because we're going to talk about the amount of stress that's in society. We're going to take a quick break just to pause for our sponsor. And we get back with Angela Martindale, lifestyle transformation expert. We'll dive into the tips and strategies that can empower moms across the world. We've talked a lot today already with Angela about how to get rid of stress. One of the things that I do to get rid of my own stress in life is to go for a walk. Something that I take along with me every single time I walk is my phone turned on Do Not Disturb with an audiobook playing. I can't tell you how many books I've read with my ears instead of my eyes. It allows me to go throughout my life and take in information no matter what I'm doing. I think the same reason that attracted me to podcasts and probably you too, is that we can do something while we're listening. So what's so exciting is that audible.com has sponsored Wellness Force Radio and offered a limited supply of a free trial for 30 days and a free book. Just go to wellnessforce.com slash free book. You can download the app on your phone, your iOS, your Android, Kindle, whatever it might be, and you get a free book. That's the cool part about it. If you don't like it, just shut it off. No cost to you, and it really helps the show. Get your free book today at wellnessforce.com slash free book. Now let's get back to Angela. All right, Angela, we are going to talk about stress and how to let it go. 
The first thing I want to ask you is in your work, you do focus on a lot of the holistic lifestyle transformation. You talk about self-education. For moms that are stressed, how do they begin to learn about and become self-educated for managing the amount of stress that they have in their life? I think that first and foremost, anyone needs to understand their bodies. Right. I think that we need to understand, like, how do we how do we look at stress? How are we stress? You know, I talk to clients every day. Some clients, you know, are losing their hair. Some clients get stomach aches. Some clients, you know, it comes out in their skin. Right. I want you to 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 look at your body and look at what's happening and start to educate yourself about what that what that looks like for you. What and 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 how I mean that is really understand this incredible vessel that is pushing you through this universe, right? It's an amazing source of power and vitality and and life. And if we don't understand it, how can we do anything with it? If that makes, you know, if that, if that helps, I really think that we need to understand our bodies. We need to understand our hormones. We need to understand how we deal with stress. You know, are we negative Nellies? Are we drama queens? Or do we just, you know, brush it off and go, oh, whatever, you know, life is great. And then it's like falling apart around us, right? None of those ways are are actually great. Yes. But how do we really deal with stress? And and then look for tools to to mediate that stress or or lower that stress or like, wow, okay, I'm noticing. You know, like for me, for example, I just get I get like a really bad stomach ache right? Our stomachs are a major source of emotion. And so if I am like highly stressed or something's going on, my, my, I feel it in my stomach. And immediately I have to push myself away from the desk or push myself away from that situation and go, okay. And like, wow, let's process a little bit, you know, like what's going on. But I know that, and it's taken some time for me to go, wow, what is that? Why do I feel this way? Right. But I really have looked within and gone, Okay, this is this is a common thread. Every time I get stressed, this is what happens. Or every time I get stressed, you know, I might get pimples or, you know, it might come out in my skin or wow, I don't eat or I don't drink water or, you know, whatever it is for you. And I think that it's so important to really watch your behaviors and understand and learn about yourself. Do you feel like for a mom to get to that point where she's becoming, I mean, what I'm hearing you say is more self-aware, um, how much education do you feel like she has to do before she gets to that point? Is it just saying, you know what, one day I am so upset with how I feel, I'm going to look for solutions or what do you think that looks like for a mom who's just starting? I, I think, yeah, I think it's like really asking the question right? Not asking the question, like, why is this, you know, what's going on with me? Or like, I've got to go to the doctor or I've got to, you know, seek knowledge, like just sit down and go, wow, observe, like really observe just for a moment. And then if you feel like, Ooh, okay, now I'm going to go seek knowledge. I'm going to go get an expert opinion. You know, I'm going to call someone and, and get some advice or some knowledge. Um, I think that the first step is, is to really just notice and start asking the right questions, right? Start asking the right questions rather than talking with friends. And, you know, we call it that just kind of drama, you know, drama filled questions or drama filled, you know, conversation. I really encourage my clients and I encourage your listeners to just stop for a moment and just inquire inside. You have all the answers. You just have to stop and inquire and, and, amazed at what opens up for you. 
What do you think are a few of the biggest roadblocks or barriers that you've seen from working with thousands of people to manage stress properly? I mean, what do you think really stops moms from taking that first step to healthy lifestyles? I think that they get overwhelmed. I think, um, I think there's two things. I think we get overwhelmed and go, oh my gosh, we just throw our hands up and go, oh, I can't do this. This is too much. Or um, we get moving and we get going and then the results don't come as quickly as we think they should. And I'm sure that you you see that, you know, with your clients, you know, we, we, we want a quick fix and we're so programmed that there's a quick fix. And, and I'm sorry, you know, just eating an apple today, doesn't mean that I'm going to be 20 pounds less tomorrow <laughs> or, you know, just drinking a glass of water doesn't mean my skin is going to be clear tomorrow. It'd be nice if it worked like that. Yeah. Right. But there is no magic pill and, and we have to inquire. And I mean that inquiring within really looking within and, and, and then knowing that it's a process, it didn't take you two days to get here. It took maybe months or years to get to where you're at right now. So knowing that we've got to reverse that, it might take about that amount of time to get back to where you really want to be. Angela, this is why I love so much having you on the show and why I love the angle that you take in healing people, because I feel like parents are the busiest they've ever been. Yeah. And with this kind of age of over information and just noise. Everyone experiences noise, not just when they're on their phone, but driving around and just being a human being in today's society. So they get busy with their family, their work, their life, their kids, and all these responsibilities. They can kind of lose themselves. You talk a lot in your work about being this authentic you mm-hmm. in your business, but then also in the personal life. I mean, what does this mean for stressed out moms? How has this mantra served you along the way? Yeah, I think that it's really important to remember who you were before kids and how and all this responsibility, right? Just kind of like what you asked me before, you know, what would somebody not know about me? Well, yeah, I don't, I, I, you know, I used to go out dancing four times a week, you know, when I was younger, like that was like my fun time. Right. And it's, and, and now I might do it one weekend out of the year or, or one weekend out of the month, you know? Um, I think that we need to remember who we were before all of this and get really grounded in that. I think that, Sometimes we lose ourselves in our spouse or in our partner or in our kids and, and their life becomes ours. Just kind of like when I was working with celebrities, my life was theirs. I was owned by them. And, and I always encourage moms that I work with to take back some power, right? Don't allow your child to, to rule your life and make sure that you have some time management in there and that you that you are taking time for you because I hear it all the time and I'm sure you do too, Josh, that, you know, myself. Like I just let myself go or, you know, I lost, I lost my way and we don't have to, we, we just absolutely don't have to, we have Mm. to be really grounded in who we are and, and come back to that person, come back to that girl, come back to that, you know, to that person where you were really happy and your kids and your spouse or your, or your partner is going to be so much happier when you're happy. Because that's the person that they fell in love with in the beginning. Absolutely. It's the authentic you. Absolutely. So with moms particularly, um, when we look at their responsibilities for the kids, I think just biochemically, moms are wired for care. Moms are wired for creating the healthy and happy nest. There's a lot of work that goes along with that. If a mom does get, as we had talked about, kind of off track, you already touched on forgiveness earlier. But how does that mom forgive herself for getting off track? When, when I say that, I mean, like, how does a mom let go of the mistakes, the old stories, and just kind of move onward and upward with life? Mm. Yeah, again, it's that inquiring. It's reprogramming for sure, 
right? We, we have to reprogram those thoughts. And for me, I really talk about self-talk. I talk a lot about, are you your biggest cheerleader or are you your worst enemy? Right. And, and so that, that self-talk is so important, you know, put some IMs on the mirror, put some IMs on the fridge, put some IMs, you know, in the car somewhere, if you're driving kids around to ballet and soccer and, you know, school and, you know, put some IMs somewhere where you're going to remind yourself of who that girl is, of who that, of who that, you know, who that champ is. And, and I think that, that self-talk is a huge part of that, right? If we're, if we're getting in the car and going, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I forgot this and you're so stupid and why did you do this or, or whatever it is, right? We beat ourselves up all the time. And I think that that hinders us to move forward. It keeps us stuck. And I encourage all my clients to find those power words. You know, I am strong. I am resilient. I am the example. You know, I am the example for my kids. I am the example for my, for my partner. And this is the example that I want to be, you know, be very specific in what you want. And eventually over time, just like consistency always works, it will change. I love this because you actually walk the talk in many different ways. Your website is I am com. Yes. So yes, that's just beyond something like a sticky note that we put up there. This I am concept, you know, I have a friend, her name is Jenna Phillips Ballard, and I'm going to introduce you to actually when we jump off the call, because there's a lot of similarities there in the way that you empower people through language. Do you feel like the language in this self-talk that we use is the most important thing or what is the number one way in which moms and people should be talking to themselves? Should it be empowering comments like I am this, or is there any other construct of language that you feel like people should be discussing to themselves? Yeah. I mean, I feel like your voice has to be the loudest one in the room, right? You, your voice has to be louder than anyone. Your voice has to be louder than those kids telling you, you know, what they need or who they are and, and what they want from you or, or of your spouse or even, you know, coworkers, people in your life, your mother, you know, your mother-in-law, whatever it is, right? You've, you, your voice has to be louder than them. And so when I say I am's, I just love power words. I, I love really putting out into the universe what I expect in my life. And so I love using I am's. But when I, you know, I think that really just being kind to yourself, right? You can just say like, oh, I love you. You know, I love you and, and I'm going to take care of you. And you, you're looking in the mirror saying that to yourself. Like, I mean, there are whole books written about this, you know, it works, <laughs> you know, you have a little conversation with yourself. I always say, I'm going to go have a conversation with myself, you know, and I mean that in the best way. I'm going to go look in the mirror and I'm going to, I'm going to say some affirmations, or I am going to just have a conversation with myself. I'm going to be my best friend. I'm going to be that girlfriend on the phone being that best friend to myself. And so whatever that looks like for you, right? Whatever that cheerleader looks like for you is, and what, and however it works for you is what you need. I remember last week, actually, with this self-dialogue, I was hiking and I was kind of saying things out loud, like, you got this, you can do this, Josh. And there was people like coming the other way and they were looking at me like, is this guy lost his mind? But I realized, (laughs) I realized that it was like my authentic self telling me that I could do it and everything would be okay. Yeah. Let's let's jump into your top tips. You so graciously prepared with our friend, Carrie, who's on your team, some tips, five really powerful tips to de-stress for moms and how they can reconnect with this authentic self. The first one's positive affirmation. You have a number one behavior change for you and your work is positive affirmation, which is a habit change for a lot of people. How do you recommend 
we implement this positive attitude, why is that so important for moms in stress management? Yeah. I mean, again, that positive affirmation is that I am, it is that self-talk. It is the way that you're talking to yourself, the, what you're putting out into the universe. And you know what, try this with your kids, like have them pick a power word, you know, have them pick something. And every time you, you walk into the house, you say it, or every time you get into the car, you say it, or every time you drop them off for school, you know, you guys kind of go through your IMs together. And then when you drive off and you're in that car by yourself, you know, what are yours? What are your, you know, what really is your positive affirmation? You know, it really just comes down to that self-talk and and how we are, how we perceive ourselves and how we really look at ourselves and how we treat ourselves. So I think that that is, that's a huge, huge part of, of changing and transforming into the person that you want to be. What's one of the favorite ways that you vocalize this affirmation for yourself or for somebody that you care about? Yeah, I have. I, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I have IMs all over the place. I literally have. <laughs> I, I made a post-it pad that has an I am on it. You know, it 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 literally says oh. I am, and then I just write big, huge power words. And so I, um, you know, I have them everywhere. I mean, I said a couple of them before. I am strong. I am resilient. Sure. I am the example. I am focused. You know, I am powerful. Um, and I will just. I mean, they're literally all over my mirror, on my computer screen. You know in my office. I mean, they are, they're everywhere. They're on my fridge. Um, so I just stay focused. I love the sticky notes. I use them in the bathroom. I've done that for years and years. Second tip is realistic. The way for busy moms to be realistic, not pessimistic with achievement and goals. What does it mean though? Why is that so important for short-term and long-term behavior change to be realistic? Yeah, I think, you know, we we touched on this briefly, but I think that sometimes we go, okay, I'm going to run a, a marathon this year. And I'll ask my client, well, okay, you know, are you a runner? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever run a marathon before? Nope. Okay. So maybe we should start with a 5K. You know, that might be a little bit more realistic for where you're at right now, right? Or Or have you even walked a mile? rather than running a marathon, right? I think it's about being realistic, right? It's like right now, you know, it's winter in, in you know, where I'm from. And it's, it's like, I'm not going to be able to go train in an open water lake right now, unless I go someplace else, right? If I want to mm-hmm. go do a triathlon, I, I, I can't really train right now. I can train in a pool. I can train, you know, in, in other, in other, you know, other ways, but I'm not going to get that full effect until I can, you know, till it's summer and I can really get in an open water lake. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's about being realistic. Like, you know, I, I have a client yesterday who called and said, you know, I, I want to do another triathlon. Okay. She's already done one. And she, and she said to me, and I got really injured in the last couple and I never did my exercises. I never did, you know, I didn't eat very well. I'd have a, you know, six donuts after my run. And I was like, okay, you know, let's, let's change what your goal is then. Maybe we do, you know, an Olympic marathon or a sprint marathon rather than, or, or triathlon rather than an Ironman. Right. And, and let's start training you in a way that is going to put you in success. And I think sometimes we go, Ooh, tomorrow I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, we got to start with one. And so it's about being realistic and then not pessimistic, meaning don't beat yourself up when you don't get there. 
right? Let's be realistic yeah. about our goals, create a roadmap that's going to get us there. You know, and again, that goes back to seeking knowledge, you know, really educating yourself, seeking knowledge and, and hiring a coach, hire a running coach, hire a personal coach to help you through it, you know, really understand what the roadmap entails. So then when we get there, we can say, yes, I did it the right way. I feel good. And I accomplished my goal because the other ways are so, it's so detrimental to us because our brain tells us, you know, that we failed and then we don't want to do it again. The power of the realistic approach in a way safeguards against self-sabotage. I think a lot of people that I've worked with, even in gyms face-to-face, they might buy $3,000 worth of personal training. And then halfway through, they're not getting the results they want. But guess what? They started with something completely unrealistic. Maybe they wanted to lose 100 pounds in three months or something. And so it's having that real conversation with ourselves and also with your exercise professional about, hey, what's really possible? How do we actually achieve the first benchmark? and then on and so forth. So the third piece is manifest. Now I love this one and this completely fits with you and your personality, by the way. You say that finding five to 10 minutes a day to engage in meditation that is manifesting meditation and deep breathing is vital for stress management. But what are the benefits that come from this style of meditation with deep breathing? How do moms implement that into their day? Yeah, again, you know, five to 10 minutes, right? So wake up before the kids get up or, or right when the kids go to school, you know, have you got just a five to 10 minute window where you can sit down in a quiet space and manifest what you really want to come into your life. And I mean that in any way, right? It's like, you know, Hey, I'd really like by the end of the year to have $4,000 in my bank account. Okay, great. So how are we going to get there? Right. And manifesting, okay, maybe I pick up another job or maybe, you know, maybe I take a a course and then I can, you know, have some more income in my life, or maybe I start saving $50 a week or whatever it is, right. We, we have to manifest what we want to bring into our universe and into our life. And what I mean by that is you visualize where you want to be. I, I talk about be, do, have, be what that person would you know, be, do what that person does and have what that person has. And so it's not about being envious or looking at someone else and going, Oh, I want what she has. It's not about that. It is creating your own space and manifesting what, what that work-life balance looks like, or what kid and, and balance looks like, or what, you know, being a mom and a great wife looks like, or whatever it is for you. Um, I think that we have to manifest it. We have to, we have to visualize it. Do you feel like if you look back on life with a 30,000 foot view, that there was a certain time period where you really started to implement this manifestation style of meditation? Josh, I have been, I have been doing manifesting my whole life. I mean, I have manifested every single thing in my life and I'm so grateful for that. And I mean that in the best way. Did I think that it would look like this? you know, probably not, right? We have to be very specific sometimes, but, (laughs) but I have manifested this. I put it out into the universe, what I wanted in my life and I've manifested it for sure. And the results speak for themselves. We had a guest last year that talked about practical spirituality and the way that he manifests. And there's something to be said about the, the parts of society that might judge, talk about manifestation or even see meditation or yoga as woo woo or smoke and mirrors. But the results speak for themselves. And I've always done this in my life. When I seek out a healer or a therapist or a coach or somebody that I want to get education from, I ask myself, would I want to be where they are? Do I want Mm -hmm. what they have? And Wellness Force Radio, if you're interested in the energy and the information that Angela is putting out, 
check out what she's doing at IamAngelaMartindale.com. Angela, the fourth piece is don't get fancy. In your cooking, uh, in your work, meeting the basic nutrition, you talk about this. The basic fundamentals of nutrition and hydration has to be met first for the family. You know, beyond just the crazy recipes, I don't think anybody needs another cookbook. I think really what people need is the fundamentals reinforced. What are some tips for moms they can do to implement the fundamentals that can jumpstart the long-term goals? Absolutely. You know, one, stop shopping inside the grocery store. Shop on the outside of the grocery store, right? Give fruits and vegetables and fresh whole foods and 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 learn how to cook a good piece of chicken. You know, learn how to cook a good piece of fish. Learn how to implement all this all the amazing vegetables that come into each season. You know, I think we get so stuck in our ways sometimes. And sometimes our kids' palates rule the family household, right? We ask them like, what do you want? I want macaroni and cheese. Well, then we're all eating macaroni and cheese when that (laughs) really isn't the best for everyone, right? And so I think it's really important to help moms understand that you don't have to be fancy. You don't have to get the cookbooks out. You don't have to, right? We just need to replace one thing for another. Replace that, you know, cookie or cupcake with some, you know, fresh seasonal fruits. You know, teach our kids about what those things are and where they grow and how and how they nourish the body. I think that it's so important just to get to basics. You know, what's a protein? What's a vegetable? What's a carb? And what's a fat? And mm. really understand those things, right? Really understand what a macronutrient is and, and what a micronutrient is and, and just understand what your kids need. Um, it, you don't have to be a nutritionist. You don't have to be, you know, a, a, a personal chef. You just have to understand that the body needs protein, it needs fats, it needs, you know, good whole foods, and it needs to be alkaline. And your little your little kids and your and those little bodies are growing and they need it just like you do, or they're going to then come up against the same challenges that you're having later on in life. And those little bodies and minds are under attack from advertisements and essentially like the hyper palatability of food. I mean, the chemicals and the things that have existed now have never really been there before. These little minds, these little biochemical things that exist in a child's body, they've never been able to say no to fat, salt, and sugar. So why now would it be any different? And I think that when we look at your, your tip here, which is powerful, I mean, it's don't get fancy, start making the fundamentals sexy and fun for your kids, educate educate them, let them know that, Hey, this not only is good for you, it's also fun to eat. So it's getting good at the building blocks. Last one, celebrate. I love that. I love that you put this last (laughs) de-stress by creating time to celebrate not only the hats you wear as a woman, but the achievements and milestones you've reached as a mom. Pamper yourself. Why is it important for stress management to pamper yourself? I think a lot of moms might say, well, I can't pamper myself unless my family's taken care of first, but why is it important for a mom to pamper herself throughout the goal process. Absolutely. Because this is a time when you de-stress, right? This is a time when someone else is taking care of you. And, you know, we've talked all these things about how you're going to take care of yourself, but now this is when someone is taking care of you. Someone is rubbing your shoulders, rubbing your head, you know, rubbing your feet, doing your nails, whatever it is, whatever that pamper looks like to you, or, you know, someone else is taking care of you. And that is the biggest part of stress reduction because when you are loved, when you're touched, when you're hugged, when you are, when you feel good, your whole family is going to feel good. 
And I love this because if the tank is full for the mom, she's going to be able to go on a longer journey with the entire family. I mean, I know you and I touched a little bit on this before we even recorded. When I was a kid, I didn't get these tools and that led me to the path that I'm in now. So I wouldn't change a thing, but I want to help shorten that pain curve for other people. So this celebration, the refilling of the tank for the mom, such a powerful piece. Well, I want to transition. This is the last part of the show. We're about to wrap up, but Angela, this is my absolute favorite part. This is called seven for seven. It's just seven fast questions for seven top of mind answers. Are you ready? I'm ready. If there was one thing you could change about the wellness industry, what would that thing be and why? I would change that it is so focused on image and I would love for it to be more holistic. And the reason why is because this body is is an all-encompassing thing. It's not just the body composition or the physicalness. It's what's inside that really makes all that beauty come out. And we have to understand more of what's internally going on, our hormone system, you know, our endocrine system. What are we putting into our body, our nutrition? Um, I, I, I would change that. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would love to see the industry change a little bit less about body composition and what we look like rather than how we feel and how, and how vital we are. I think it's going that way. I mean, I, I see that in my Facebook feed. I see that in my friends and my family, my community. I think people are caring a lot less about the outside and people like you are helping us focus on the inside. Number two, what is one event that happened in your life where in the moment it felt like the walls were crashing down? It was challenging, but looking back, you take a breath and you realize, okay, that was a gift. Uh, well, I was in a very, um, unfortunate relationship and uh, an abusive relationship. And I was literally sleeping in a stairwell at one time in my life. I was homeless. And as I look back on that, I, I am, I'm so grateful because I'm a fighter and I'm, and I'm not there now. And, and I was able to come out of that and not wallow in it and, um, and be stronger because of it. Wow. Um, we'll have to have you back on the show to unpack that a little bit more, but just my hats (laughs) go off to you for sleeping in a stairwell. Um, number three, what is your favorite morning routine for wellness? Oh, I love to get up in the morning first thing pretty early 5 30 6 a.m in the morning i love mornings so i really like to take my time and um i love to do my meditation in the morning i make a big uh, cup of green tea um in the morning and i meditate for my five to ten sometimes if i can do you know 20 to 30 and then i get a little something to eat and then i do my workout um i really like to least at least have an hour and a half for my morning routine. I, I really enjoy mm. that. And it, it helps me so much just be prepared for the rest of the day where I'm just nonstop going for 12 hours. You feel like you're setting the pace and the palette for the color of the entire day. Absolutely. When you feel stress and encounter roadblocks, what is a mantra or message that you might say to yourself to get you through life's difficulties? Well, for me, I say you've been through worse, Ange. You're you're okay. And I always, for me, I sit and I'm grounded. So I will sit with my feet grounded on the floor and my sit, you know, seated or in a chair or, you know, I, I make sure that I'm grounded and I go, okay, Ange, are you okay? Like, are you hurt? Are you, you know, is everything okay around you? You know, you are fine. One, you're not sleeping in a stairwell right now, so you are okay. <laughs> like really, I, you know, I was also hit by a car, and and it, and and it it made me bedridden. 
for a while. And I, you know, it's like, look, your body is fine. And so for me, I just like stop, you know, it's just about that observing, you know, just stop for a moment and process and just go, okay, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I can get through this. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm about to ask you a powerful question, but I, I feel like you've already touched on it a few times just in what you've created. And it is, what is the legacy you wish to leave to the world and to the wellness community? Oh, thank you for asking that. My legacy is I want people to understand what the 60 trillion cells in their body needs. I really hope that I change even just one person, you know, who's listening today who says, Ooh, you know what? I need to go get that checked out or I need to look at that. Or I, I really need to get educated about this. Um, I think it's so important to, to really understand this incredible vessel that we have and, and take care of it. Angela, last question. Everyone has a unique answer. So I'm really excited to see what you have to say. And that is, <laughs> what is your definition of wellness? What is wellness to you? Uh, wellness to me is happiness. I have been so ill and sick in my life, like literally bedridden or couldn't even walk up a flight of stairs at some point in my life. And I think that wellness for me is being able just to get up and really get out of bed, right? I think that that's one part of it, but also to just be able to look outside and, and go, oh my gosh, I can go for a walk today. I can go for a bike ride or I can, I can go for a skate or I can, um, you know, I can eat really great food today. I have the knowledge and the power. I think that wellness is, is such a powerful tool in your life that, you know, whatever that looks like for you. But for me, wellness is, is really just about being able to get up every morning and be happy. Angela, so powerful. Where can people learn more about you and can they sign up for this 16 week video course or is it already closed? Oh no, it is on my website. It's free on my website. It, there's a tab that says um, ultimate transformation and there's 16 weeks, 16 videos. Just click on one or start at the week one. It does go kind of consecutively week one, week two, but you can start anywhere. And um, that is on IamAngelaMartindell.com. And then you can find any of my treats and, and great snacks at MealsThatTransform.com. Oh, who doesn't love treats? I mean, I, treats are my favorite. <laughs> well, we'll make sure to link everything that we talked about today in the show notes, Angela's tips about letting go of stress and all the links for the video course as well. We covered so much, but I want to give you the opportunity, Angela. Was there anything that we did not touch on that we didn't talk about that you think would be powerful for helping moms letting go of stress? Wow. It, you know, if there's just a mom out there struggling, just know that you know, you're not alone and, and there is support, but that you can do it. You are strong, you are resilient, and you are powerful. You created a, a body, you know, you created another human, you know, with, with this incredible body of yours. So, so, you know, don't, don't get down on yourself and, and know that, that you are resilient and that you can fight and that you are beautiful. And so thank you so much for letting me share today, Josh. I so appreciate you and the topics that you have. And, and thanks for sharing this information. Thank you very much. I want to pause just for these 10 seconds and honor the work that you've done over the past 20 years, but also the excitement around what you're creating for the future. So thank you for the impact, teaching women to be non-judgmental, teaching moms to empower themselves and let go of stress. That's powerful. I know if moms are getting stronger, that's exactly what kids are going to learn. So thanks for what you do. Thank you. 
Thanks, my friend, for sticking around to the end of the show with Angela and I. It really means a lot that you stick around till the end. We always give away fun little treats. Today, absolutely no different. Beyond just the new sponsorship from audible.com, we are also giving away a Wellness Force t-shirt. The first three people that message me at josh at wellnessforce.com with the header t-shirt, I will ship it your way. These are actually really nice. They're American apparel t-shirts. So let me know if you're interested in rocking and representing the Wellness Force brand. It lets other people know about the podcast. And to be honest, green and black always looks great. Show notes from today can be found at wellnessforce.com slash Angela Martindale. We'll go ahead and link up her free video course as well as those five key pieces for moms to de-stress. If you like today's show, I would so appreciate a quick 60-second review. You can leave it right from your phone. Just tap the show art and in purple right underneath the photo, you'll see a link that says review. Tap that. Share your voice with iTunes. Let me know what guests you want to see on the show or if people that have been on have meant something to you. This is your show and your community. If you want someone to be on Wellness Force, drop me a line. Let me know, josh at wellnessforce.com. Now you get to go and have an amazing day with all the tools and inspiration that you learned from Angela and every other guest that's been on the show. And until I see you again next week, I'm wishing you love and wellness.